welcome to Dealcast, the weekly M&A podcast presented to you by Merger Market and SS&C Intralinks. I'm Juliana Needham. This week, we're looking at shareholder activism in Europe. Whilst activity has been somewhat muted during the past year as a result of the pandemic, things are picking up. I'm joined by Julia Lasagne, Assistant Editor for Activist Monitor, and Claudia de Moulamista, who is a reporter for Activist Monitor. Hi, Julia. Hi, Claudia. Hello. Hi there. So thanks very much for joining us today. Can you begin by explaining how shareholder activism in Europe has changed during the past year as a result of the pandemic? We found out that uh, shareholder activism in Europe um, kept companies quite busy in the first half of the year, despite the COVID-19 crisis, and that campaigns are expected to increase uh, going forward. However, um, there was some kind of um, armistice, uh, let's call it that way, due to COVID. So... Perhaps uh, the activity was, uh, in fact, slightly lower than uh, expected uh, due to the prolonged lockdown and the ongoing crisis. Um, uh, some people told us that uh, many activists were in a waiting were waiting to see the outcome of the of the crisis, and so were thinking about the next steps. And those next steps might, might uh, in fact, materialize um, towards, well, in the rest of the year. We found that there were 20 new campaigns in the first half of uh, 2021, and that compares with 30 uh, in the same period last year. Uh, according to data compiled by Activist Monitor. There were 20 new campaigns in the first half of 2021, down from 30 in the same period last year, according to data compiled by Activist Monitor. Um, activity is uh, poised to um, pick up later this year as, as things uh, get better, also from an, a point of, from an M&A point of view. So what kind of activism are corporates now vulnerable to? Yes. So I think corporates will be vulnerable to several types of activism at once, just because of how the COVID crisis has really had an impact on every aspect of a business. So restructuring is a big theme, for example, cost cutting as well. Companies really need to be as efficient as possible. Many of them have started doing strategic reviews just to see how their business can really align with the world after COVID-19. So those are all themes that activists can play into. Um, as opposed to last year, as Julia mentioned earlier, there was definitely a sort of armistice where activists had to slow down their demands or just take a pause. So we didn't see any sort of demands related to share buybacks, dividends, return of capital, but we see that coming back now. So this is a very interesting development where some type of activists are actually coming back to the market and making those return demands again. So that will be something interesting to look forward to. But then ESG, for example, has also become a big team. So there are different ways in which companies can be attacked by very different types of investors. So what the data is telling us is that companies have to be really on the forefront of being proactive and being ahead of what kind of vulnerabilities they have to these investors. So we've touched on some of it already, but can we look in a bit more detail at some of those big themes that are prompting M&A and how those themes are leading to activism? 
Yes. So one of the big theme was certainly portfolio activism. That's when an activist argues, uh, for example, in favor of the sale of a business unit of a company. For instance, uh, Elliot uh, is thought to be of the opinion that he could push for the sale of uh, GSK's consumer uh, unit. Um, so just to give you an example of this, of the kind of activism that uh, portfolio activism is. Uh, another uh, theme we found is um, that more activists um, are targeting the same company. For example, several investors have been targeting uh, Danone, the French uh, consumer company. Um, and then as Claudia uh, mentioned, ESG is is obviously um, a, a huge uh, trend these days. Yeah, ESG is one of the drivers of M&A, um, which we have identified in a number of ways um, in the past couple of weeks. Themes that perhaps pre-pandemic were less popular now, more investors are looking into, and this goes beyond climate. So, for example, the S is becoming more prominent. You can see that in especially remuneration packages where activist investors are really asking companies to disclose how an executive will have a package that is aligned with the ESG goals of the general overall business. But as said earlier, share buybacks, returns of capital are making a comeback. And a clear example of that is happening at British insurer Aviva, with Sivian Capital asking for over 5 billion of return of capital. So it's a very interesting way, especially because Aviva has had a full disposal program already in place. And now shareholders are trying to get a piece of the cake of that as well. So we'll see how that develops going forward. And looking at sectors, are particular sectors seeing increased targeting from activists? Yes, according to our data, uh, the financial, industrials and the consumer sectors were the most targeted by activists uh, during the first half of the year. Um, the industrial sector is expected to continue to see a fair amount of activity, the consumer sector as well, along with uh, healthcare and uh, technology, according to some of the sources um, we spoke to. And what's the reason for the increased activity in those sectors? Yes, in, industri- in the industrial sectors, a sector, for example, um, there could be opportunities um, produced by the fact that there are high fixed cost bases, heavy capital needs, but on the other hand, low return on capital, weak cash generation, and at the same time, M&A opportunities. And also furthermore, macroeconomic teams around digitalization of businesses, carbon neutrality goals will also help stimulate this environment and these specific sectors are really trying to navigate the crisis and be in a strong position for when the world returns to some sort of new normal. Thank you. And so what can publicly listed companies do to protect themselves from activists and identify their vulnerabilities? So activism defense has been around for a long time, especially in the UK. Companies are quite proactive in in hiring activism defense advisors, both before being attacked and afterwards. Um, But most interesting is a new development where full-on simulation attacks are being organized by advisors. However, according to our sources, it's not as easy as it sounds, just because these advisors really need to ask the difficult questions to the board, to the executives. And sometimes those answers are very difficult to give and are not really pleasant. But this is one way of being fully prepared and proactive for a potential call 
email from an activist saying, I have bought stock. So there are different ways in which boards can be proactive and their advisors can help them. Simulation attacks, one of them, having a very strong board connected making sure communication is key across the board, across the whole hierarchy of the company. Investor relations is key as well, but also stakeholders more and more need to be really involved uh, to really feel part of the company. And when you speak about the, the simulation attacks, how prevalent are they? How, how many companies are, are trying to do that to prepare themselves or be as best prepared they can? From what we've been told, not as many companies are doing as they should, but the whole PLC spectrum should really be prepared in having these kinds of attacks as part of their defense manual going forward. And it sounds like that might be a kind of growing area of the advisory community. Correct. And not only in terms of M&A, but also in terms of ESG. It has to really portrayed the 360 degree stakeholder perspective because a company, as we've said before, it will be vulnerable to more aspects than just one. Great. Claudia and Julia, thank you very much. Thank you for having us. Thank you. That was Julia Lasagne and Claudia de Moulamista. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dealcast presented by Merger Market and SS&C Intralinks. Please rate, review and follow the podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or look out for your Merger Market News Alert. For more information, check out our show notes. Join us next week for another episode.